Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey I idolized Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome, everybody, to All Hang Up and Listen. Brought to you by Fatty Beer Company, Western New York's premier market and tap room with eight different Western New York locations with over 300 beers to choose from. Make sure you get over to Fatty Beer, uh, one of Western New York's also only kid and dog friendly bars. Open 11.30 a.m. till 10.30 and later. Uh, and with live music, entertainment, and trivia at all eight of the locations. You go check them out. And obviously, Buffalo Logo Apparel. Buffalo's best spot for all of your Buffalo sports apparel needs when it comes to the Sabres, the Bisons, the Bills, the Bandits. They have it all from your shirts, your hats, your hoodies. Uh, make sure you get over to at Buffalo Logo Co. on Instagram and Twitter. And, of course, at Fatty Beer on Instagram and Twitter as well. Again, Sabres dropped this one. Uh, one to nothing. Um, against a very, very good, if not the best team in the NHL right now, uh, the Vancouver Canucks. They have everything firing from all a- aspects of the game. Their goaltender, their defense, their their power play, their penalty kill, their offense. Just all I are Pedersen is just having a unbelievable season. Uh, Quinn Hughes is doing Quinn Hughes things. Uh, he's always in the conversation. He's always going to be in the conversation for the Norris Trophy. Um, I can't be that upset with. The effort tonight, the Sabres played a – I thought the Sabres played a good game. I thought in terms of, uh, like, team defense and their own end, this was one of their best games of the season. They were collapsing down low in their own end, not not giving up much in front of their own net. I know that goal that Lafferty had scored, Clifton probably could have did a better uh, job picking up his man. But other than that, man, they were picking up sticks. They were taking bodies and moving guys out of the way. And they were crashing that in the offensive zone and uh, getting guys to the net, getting pucks to the net. Um, you know, Vancouver was blocking a lot of shots. Buffalo also missed a lot of nuts. So I, I can't be that upset with the effort tonight and how they played. I obviously wish for at least a loser point out of this one. Um, uh, but that, you know, that's not how the cookie crumbled tonight. Uh, before we kick right anything, I want to kick it right over to hockey hotline. Uh, we had four callers in, which, uh, we've had three every time so far. So really excited for that. going to kick it over to hockey hotline right now. Also presented by fatty beer. Welcome to Hockey Hotline. Sabres lose this one one to nothing to the Vancouver Canucks. 4 p.m. start. Heartbreaker came right down to the end. Uh, we're going to kick things off with our very first caller, first time caller. 
Mr. Jake Howard. How, how are you doing, Jake? Not too bad, man. How about yourself? It was a tough game, but, uh, you know, it's been a tough season all year. Nothing that we're, we're, we're not used to, so. Absolutely, bud. Uh, what, do you, what do you have to ask? Let's hear it. Uh, well, even though we didn't score a goal today, uh, what do you think about the Sabres' toughness after the uh, elbow uh, from JT Miller to Dowling? I personally think that, you know, Sabres did, a, Sabres did a real good job, you know, sticking up for each other. And, you know, a lot of times we're used to seeing them not do that. We're mostly used to seeing them crawl to a ball like an armadillo. But, you know, it's nice to see them finally have uh, show some toughness for once. So what do you think about their uh, the way that, that they stuck up for Dowling and the whole team today? Oh, I liked it being a one power. Um, you don't really see that out of him. Um, he was the first guy in. It really, the scrum didn't really mean much. It didn't really result in much. But it was a response nonetheless. Um I think Dylan Cousins probably could have been first man in if he wanted to, but I think Owen Powers is like, nope, I'm, I'm going to be the guy, which was nice. I I appreciate Eric Johnson being the guy to make him answer the bell, um, but at the end of the day, it just kind of sucks that that's the only guy you really have that was willing to – not willing to do it, but that was going to do it. Um, that's where I think the Sabres, you know, a role player. Uh, I've been saying this for a while. Sabres need, like – you don't need tough guys, you know. I would just say tough. You don't need like enforcers. You need guys who, but we need out there we need and have like that, like a Nick Delore. Maybe not like a Nick Delore, maybe like a Keegan Colasar, Daniel Strong. Uh, you know, guys who can go out there and drop the gloves when need be. Uh, I know you see, you see guys like Brady Kachuk and Matthew Kachuk do that all the time. You don't need guys like, like your high high end talent, your elite players doing that. But I would like to see, like, a third liner who can go out there, pop in 15 to 20 goals for you, but also is willing to rack up some penalty minutes in situations like that where you need a response. Uh, thanks for the call, Jake, man. I really, really appreciate it. We're going to kick things over here to returning caller, Chris Dura. Chris, thanks for calling in again, bud. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine, bud. All right. Now, question for you, Dwayne. The goal by Lafferty, do you think that Buffalo should have looked into that a little more? Um, Here's the thing. Like, that was a very 50-50 for me as a goalie. Like, I don't know if that really, adhere, like, hindered UPL's uh, ability to stop that shot. Um, I think that's going in regardless. He was well screened even before then. Um. I think if you would have challenged it, probably could have went either way. But I think uh, if because it wasn't so clear cut, that's why they didn't want to take the chance. Because if you do challenge that and you lose a challenge, you do take a penalty there, and you could be a two for one special, and you could be down two nothing really quick against one of the best teams. Actually, right now the number one ranked team in the NHL and a very, very, very explosive power play. Well, I do appreciate the fight that we tried to put in, especially when we only had four defensemen at, at one point. You know, I got to say that when it comes down to it, it could have been a lot worse considering who we were playing against. Yep. When you have opportunities like we had, we have got to make a guy like Demko work for it. Yeah. I think they had 26 shots on that tonight to to, Buff, uh, to Vancouver's 23. Yeah. Um, I think we had a lot of good chances. Um, I just – I would like – and we, we got bodies in the net. We just weren't finding those loose pucks. So uh, Thatcher Demko is one of the best in the in the world, uh, especially right now. That was his fourth shot out of the year. Um, now UPL knows what it was like to be Hashik for years, you know. So um, 
Hey, Chris, as always, man, thanks for the call, bud. Appreciate you. Uh, we're going to kick things over now to Joshua Denali. Josh, first time hey. caller. Thanks, man, for hopping in. Uh, let's hear your thoughts on tonight's game. Dwayne, brother, first time, long time. First off, I hope you and everybody are well. Uh, stay safe in the storm. I know Well, my Dolphin fan friends think that we're nuts, but whatever. But sticking to hockey, sticking to hockey, which is why we're here. Uh, first and foremost, I mean, yeah, Demko looked pretty good. We didn't test him too hard, but I think Casey Middlestad will be having nightmares for that guy for years to come. Uh, yeah. Secondly, secondly, I heard uh, the, G, the Leafs GM was in the house. I heard a rumor about that. I don't know who they might be looking at on either team. And then thirdly, what what do we need to do? Like, it's strange. We got to, like, we play so well and keep these really good teams so close, but then lose to teams like Montreal. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, again, you played to the level you needed to play with tonight against Vancouver. Again, as I mentioned on the previous caller, uh, one of the, if not the best team in the National Hockey League now, very explosive special teams. Um, just good, very good top to bottom. Everything's going right from them this season. They went and they got Zadora up on their blue line for, a, as I mentioned, I tweeted earlier, for a third and fifth round pick, which is below my nothing. There's nothing. It's peanuts, especially for a team like Buffalo. Makes you wonder if we were in that conversation or not. I, I, I don't know. Um, would like to know that we were at the very least, because uh, I think he brings a dynamic to the blue line that we're we're severely lacking. However, I did 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 like. Uh, their their defensive game today, I, I loved it. Um, I think it was one of their best efforts defensively all season as a five man unit from start to finish. Um, obviously, I would have liked Clifton to handle uh, Lafferty a little bit better in front of the net. But to answer your question, uh, why do we play up to talent and then play down to talent? Um, I, I just I don't have an answer for that, man. If it's coaching, um, preparation, taking teams too lightly, um, I don't know, man. You have a lot of players on this team that have regressed. Um, Tage Thompson, who, you know, I don't know if I would say, I mean, his numbers have regressed, but I don't say for its lack of trying. I just think pucks haven't been going in for him all season. I, I don't think he's been healthy either. He even, uh, Don Granato, he admitted that he hasn't played many games this season at a hundred percent. Um, I think he's been pretty much hurt since the first week of the season. I, I, I really don't know. I guess maybe sometimes when you play teams lower in the standings, they play a little hungrier. Um, and maybe Buffalo just can't meet that desperation and play with that type of urgency uh, at, at the drop of a hat like they should. I think it's uh, it's on coaching. I, I personally uh, – what are your thoughts? Do you think it's a coaching thing? I, I mean, it has to be a coaching thing. I mean, I love Don Granado. I love the Donnie Meatballs um, mantra, you know, but, again, it's one of those things. I, I really don't want to see – I want to see him see it out. I don't want to see, you know – more and more turnover. I'm not one of those guys that's like, oh, pit, uh, pitchforks and, and fires, but I just, I can't figure out what's happened other than what you had pointed out to, or I guess like to, to kind of add to what you're pointing out to, we got used to being the hunter that to those lower teams or those teams we deem to be lower than us, not that anyone really is, they're hunting us because we're like the flash in the pan, the sizzle. So they're playing up to us, even though we're really not that good. Yeah. I, I actually agree with all of that. Um, I, I, I've been pretty critical of the coaching staff this year. I'm not saying it's a Don Granado has to be fired type of thing. But for me, it's more or less, I, I just think that the amount of experience, bench experience you have around Granado is very slim. I've, I've harped on this. I beat it like a dead horse. I would have liked to have seen a more experienced coaching staff around him. 
And um, unfortunately, a lot of guy like Michael Pekka walk out the door to start before the season started. He's having a ton of success over with the Rangers. That's a guy I guarantee you is a head coach next season. Next season. So uh, I don't know. Uh, any final thoughts here before we kick it over to our next caller, Josh? No, just appreciate your time, Dwayne. And, uh, you know, just everyone stay safe. Stay safe, everybody. And to finish things off, we're going to kick it over to Matt, returning caller. Love the hoodie, bud. Thank you. Uh, your thoughts on tonight's game? Well, it's the same thing that you uh, just tweeted at the end of the game. Yeah, why was Ocposo out there on the ice with less than a minute to play? I mean, I know he's your captain, but uh, I don't. Is it a face-off thing? I don't know because he was taking that face-off there at the end of the game. Uh, maybe it's a we need a guy that can win an offensive zone draw. Maybe they they, they rely they, they they have faith in him. Um, cause I'm pretty sure it was him taking that draw. He would take a face off it over time and immediately get off the ice. Yeah, it's, it's tough to do that, though, with a little bit of time left in the off, as a, in an offensive zone draw. At center ice, it's different. If you win it, then you can get off the ice. If you win that draw, it's, it's a long skate back to your bench um, uh, to, to get to, to, to switch and get back into play. Um, but still, I, I think you'd let Casey Middlestat or another center take that draw. For me, I just – I get – the leadership and the experience that Kyle Ocposo brings and being in a lot of situations. But I, for me, um, I want my six best skill set players on, on the ice. I want Quinn. I want Tage. I want Tuck. I want um, Paterka. I want Darlene, maybe even power is my sixth guy. Like I, that's for me. That's just me. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't even say middle stats name. So I, I didn't need Ocposo out there, but uh, Matt, as always, man, thank you for calling in. Uh, this has been Hockey Hotline, everybody. We're going to kick it right back over to I'll Hang Up and Listen. And we're back uh, for I'll Hang Up and Listen. That was Hockey Hotline. Thank you to Jake, Josh, Chris, and Matt for calling in. Uh, every time we've done that segment of the show, uh, we've only had three callers. Uh, we had four this time, which is uh, obviously nice. Maybe it's because it's a little bit earlier in the night. Not 10.30 and after uh, where we're getting you guys on. So, as always, thanks for calling in. Uh, to all those points, the one thing I did forget to address in Josh's question earlier, too, and I'll address it right now, is uh, there being a scout uh, from Toronto. Uh, that was reported from Toronto uh, in the building tonight. Uh, that does make me curious uh, who they're watching. I mean, they could have been watching Vancouver. Obviously, uh, there could be a player on Vancouver they might be watching. Uh, it's tough for me to think they'd be uh, trying to make an in-division trade or either team would be willing to do that. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but Vancouver, obviously in the Western conference, um, I think that might've been probably a little bit more likely, but who knows? I don't know. Um, I, I, uh, I can't, again, I can't be that upset with their games tonight other than the power play. Again, the amount of opportunities they had not capitalizing, um, it's inexcusable. If you want to, you know, I was on another podcast earlier on crossing swords and I mentioned, you know, I, I put their odds at making the playoffs. Uh, and people thought I was crazy. Maybe I was at around like 30%. Um, uh, maybe I'm a little crazy for thinking that, um, I think that we were in a very similar situation this time last year in the standings. I think the East has mostly regressed compared to last year. Uh, obviously Boston, I wouldn't say has like completely regressed. They're still the number one team in the East, but they are a little bit further behind than where they were last year. Toronto is definitely further behind. We're only three wins behind them. Um, granted, we're more plenty more points behind, 
because they have more loser points. But we are three wins behind Toronto right now for third place in the uh, Atlantic Division. So it's not out of the realm of like possibility. Um, I, uh, I I don't know. I, I just I think that um, you need to start stacking wins. You can't win one, lose one. Win one, lose two. Win two, lose three. You have to start stacking wins. They are now uh, three and was it? Uh, they were three and one in the new year. Now they're three and two. Um, they need 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 to get that power play going. They need Dylan Cousins to get going. They need Tage Thompson to get to his form last year. That's gonna be very tough though because he's not healthy. You can tell he's not healthy. Um, he was questionable to even play today uh, per Granado yesterday. Uh, with the injury from the previous game. So I don't know. I I don't think Tage Thompson has played more than a, a small handful of games this season at a hundred percent. So um, I, I got a few comments here in the peanut gallery from Robert Seagrave. Sabres have less than a 10% chance to make the playoffs. Hey, 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 the bills chances of winning division were probably right around the same. Uh, they stormed back and came back and won the AFC East. So nothing's impossible. Uh, especially uh, when you're caught as cautiously optimistic as me um, from Pablo uh, Barosa, the shooters seem rattled. They buried some, so, so many pucks into Demko's Jersey today, but for example, had a great one-time chance in the third, but put it into Demko's chest. Yeah. I mean, that was a great chance too. From a little further out um, more than I would have liked, but uh, they had, they did put, I don't want to say they made it easy for Demko tonight because obviously he made a couple pretty big saves, especially the one on the one-time opportunity for Casey where I think he was took a little bit too long. He's trying to roof it. I think you just need to snap that right away. Um, and Demko gets over and makes a huge glove save. Um, but with that being said, um, in, in, ter- in terms of uh, how difficult they made it for Thatcher Demko tonight, a lot of pucks right into his chest and in the pads. And when you did shoot and hit the pads, the rebounds, just opportunities just weren't there. They were getting bodies of that, uh, but they just weren't getting on those loose pucks. But in terms of like a blueprint and structure for what you want to do outside of the power play, I thought they played very well tonight. I I, I will double down us. I think this was their best team defense defensive game all season. Granted, they lost one nothing, but they lost one nothing. Um, and I'm not going to say that goal should have been disallowed. Uh, because I think it's going in no matter what, if that little bit of head contact that you was made or not. But I mean, this game was a very winnable game. You again played up to a higher level team. You played up to their level. You need to keep doing that. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm out here for moral victories. I want nothing to do with moral victories. Um, but it's hard for me to complain for what we saw tonight uh, outside of the officiating, which was horrendous. We'll get it that, get into that here in a second. Um, and I, I, the obvious, the, obviously the giant 8,000 pound elephant in the room, grill in the room is the lack of execution on the power play. Um, also from Pablo been without power since 1230. Not supposed to get it until, uh, 3 PM tomorrow. Well, uh, Pablo, I don't know how you're keeping your, uh, obviously mobile devices charged, but I can, you know, I'll try and kick out as much, you know, entertaining content here as for as long as I possibly can, or I suggest go checking out any of our interviews on two goalies, one mic to keep your mind occupied uh, for sure. So I, I would suggest the Clint Willarchuk, Owen Power, or Devin Levi episodes from two goalies, one mic uh, available on Apple podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, 
a not so humble plug there for myself and my podcast. Uh, Sabres, uh, oh, we already got to that one. Bills have a lot more character on their roster than the Sabres. I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I think uh, I'm not going to discount that there is some better character on this team. Um, we have 40 points in fo- we have 40 points in 43 games. We need 55 in the remaining 39 to have a chance. It, again, it's not impossible. It, it's not impossible. This team went on a run at this in the second half of the season last year, and if they can do something similar this time around, if you can get everybody back on the same page, I think it's possible. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not saying we're gonna make play. I don't think we'll make the playoffs. I just don't. But I'm also not gonna say that it's impossible for them to find a way to get in. Um, I think there has been some regression in the East, and it might be a little bit easier to go on that run and make it this year. Um, I wish we could flip flop teams last year's team this year you know what i mean i i just think that you would uh i would be we'd all be a lot more optimistic in this team making the playoffs if uh, we were getting the same output offensively especially on the power play uh with this team this year as we did last year uh upl played well and defense played good but they need to score and win yeah uh definitely dylan i couldn't agree with you more man uh you're preaching to the choir uh i hate clifton clifton is terrible from Colin Smith. Um, Connor Clifton is a third pairing guy playing like a third pairing guy. Um, with his faults, there are definitely some positives. Like I was looking for him to be the guy to go after, uh, to go after uh, JT Miller instead of it being Eric Johnson. I think Eric Johnson just got to him first. Um, Connor Clifton is one of the heavier guys in the team in terms of the way he plays. Um, he's not afraid to fight. He's not afraid to hit. He's not afraid to be physical. Um, we had on, um, Billy Jaffe from, uh, Nesson, uh, Nesson sports, uh, earlier this year, uh, right after they signed, uh, Clifton and in, in free agency, we talked in, uh, a lot about him. And I think what we're seeing here is what he called cliffy hockey. Um, I just don't think we're getting the potential in this lineup that we saw when he was with Boston. Um, cause there were a lot of uh, Bruins fans that were upset to see him go, um, at the time, at least, uh, from Chris Durk, this was definitely a game where we missed Skinner, but I guess our team credit for effort, especially against a team like Vancouver, who is hot. Let's please get a win against San Jose. Yeah. I, I you can't discount that. Too. I think this is a much different game as Skinner is, is, is playing. Um, there's one thing you could always count on him for is scoring. And I think this is a game where you definitely would have seen him get, uh, get Buffalo on the score sheet. Uh, for also from Pablo, uh, I agree. They did play good team, different, uh, good team defense. I'm assuming he meant defense today. Normally all five of them puck watch in the D zone and they lose track of opposition players today. They kept their heads in the D zone and helped UPL. Yeah. Like I said, I, I UPL had a couple of decent saves, but for the most part, they made it easy for him. Just like, you know, Vancouver made it, uh, tried to make it easy for, uh, for Thatcher Demko. Uh, split up the kid line, top six lines. What a joke. Paterka, Quinn, and Cousins all struggling, lack, uh, lack self-confidence, too much doubt, mix. Match players need to reset, spark another loss, moral victory. Uh, yeah, I don't disagree with splitting up that line. I liked the way uh, uh, Benson looked with Paterka while Quinn was out. I think they should try and go back to that because I think Quinn could really kind of slide in on any line. Um and succeed, or uh, maybe you make it Casey uh, centering those two. You know, I don't know who, what you do there. 
Uh, maybe give Cousins uh, a look with uh, two other wingers. Um, I don't know. You know, maybe maybe it's Benson. Uh, maybe it's Benson Cousins and um, whoever it is filling in that slot. And I'd love to see us maybe make a call to a guy named Yuri Kulik out of the AHL. But you know, who do I know? Uh, Vancouver isn't that good. They'll fade Sabres. Our car would stop making excuses for a sub 500. I'm not making excuses, Robert. Um, I think that Vancouver is a very good hockey team. I think they were built the correct way in terms of the draft. Um, just haven't gotten the results that they would have liked the past couple of years. I think Thatcher Demko is a very, very good goalie. Um, and they've built a pretty good blue line, uh, there in, in, in um, in Vancouver signing Zadorov or trading for Zadorov for, for peanuts was a good move for them. He plays a physical style. Doesn't give up much in front of his own net. So I, I, I give credit where credit is due. I think Vancouver is a fantastic hockey team. Um, power play lacks any motion movement. Second power play unit turns over the puck power, miss top grade, high danger, numerous chance chances, poor accuracy, too much indecision. I will agree with that on Owen power for sure. There were a couple times tonight where he held on to the puck way too long. Shoot, 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 shoot the puck, Owen. Shoot the puck. Um, coming off what I thought was your best game of the season uh, earlier this week against the uh, Ottawa Senators. We need you shooting that puck more, man. Need you shooting. Um, already saw that one. Sabres are 1-2 and two on the homestand when the, you need to be 3-0. and oh. Yeah, I don't get it, man. They just don't play well at home for whatever reason. Even last year, they did not play well at home. Um, I don't know from Kevin should have had a few better hits in the game. Pretty bad when your goalie needs a shutout to win the game. Uh, again, I don't disagree with you. Uh, we need Victor Olsen to score with Skinner out and Tage hurt. Vic is the only guy on the team who can beat any goalie in the NHL cleanly. They have missed, uh, his heads. They have messed, messed. Yeah. They have messed his head up though. What a waste of, I'm assuming the next word where there would have been talent. Um, why did we break up Gergensons, Robinsons, and Krebs? They play great against Ottawa, but no slow Ocpozo. Ocpozo needs to uh, needs to play there. I, I I agree. Uh, Robinson looked good. He had energy and pushed. Listen, I am all in favor of Robinson, Krebs, and Gergensons being a line that they bring some jam. They bring speed. Uh, I think Krebs is a better player with Eric Robinson. Uh, uh, on his wing. I, I just do. I think he's about the best version. Not, I wouldn't say the best version of himself, but in terms of those, those line uh, line mixes that they've made with those, with those four guys, I think he's the best version of himself with Robinson instead of Akposo. Um, I think it's really, really uh, easy to see that we need anyone who, to score with finesse touch. Uh, again, agreed. Uh, I, I just don't get what's keeping Yuri Kulik out of this lineup, especially when you're dealing with these injuries. It's I don't understand it. I really don't. After what you see, he's done in the AHL so far this season. As in, is he eighteen or nineteen now? Might be nineteen now. Um, and what he just did at World Juniors uh, for Chechnya, uh, I, I just I don't know what's keeping him out of this lineup. I don't know what Kevin Adams and Don Granato are thinking. I think more or less Kevin not making that phone call and saying, "Hey, let's give this kid an extended look and see if he can get at least." one of our two power play units up and running because um, it's too one-dimensional. It's too obvious what they're trying to do. Um, even on that one, uh, the one power play opportunity, they had the entire, all, all five men to on one side of the ice from the middle over to the left. 
on Tage's side, and nobody over. They're they're trying to overload that side, and nothing spread out, and it drives me nuts. You have ice. You have time, ice time, and space there to move the puck. They're down a man, and you're trying to overload that one side and give yourself less time and space to move the puck. I didn't understand that. I think Matt Ellis. Matt Ellis. Uh, we need a new GM. Just pointed you just pointed out all the reasons. Uh, I don't think Kevin Adams is going anywhere. Um, he's a he's a Terry Pagula guy. Um, I think the coach goes before the GM, and I don't know as long as Terry Pagula's owner. It would take a major collapse uh, for, for him to give him the boot. I think the only way Kevin Adams won't be GM is if he gets like a promotion to a hockey operations position, president of hockey ops, which we all know how uh, how they felt about that since LaFontaine. So I don't know. Um, but just remember this is brought to you by Fatty Beer Company, Buffalo's premier market and tap room, even in this corn cold weather uh, in frigid temperatures and the wind, uh, some of the locations were open. Uh, serving you guys from behind the pie, my buddy Greg Day in Lancaster today. Um, always great times to be had at Fatty Beer Company, uh, Buffalo's Premier Market and Tap Room with eight different locations and three hundred over three hundred beers to choose from. Make sure you go check out Fatty Beer at Fatty Beer on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, Buffalo Logo Apparel, one of the best places to get your local designs for all of your Buffalo sports needs. When it's the Sabres, the Bills, the Bisons, the Bannets, they have everything over at Buffalo Go Co on Instagram and Twitter. Sabres lose one to nothing tonight. Um, I don't have much more to say, whatever I said, but I will touch on the uh, one of the bigger talking points of this game. What happened with Rasmus Dahlin and JT Miller um, and Samuelson? We didn't touch on that really much either because that kind of flew under the radar at the beginning of the game. But Samuelson getting knocked out with, uh, with a headshot, which I think – Marty even pointed out in the post game. He thought that was more egregious than what happened to Darlene. I appreciated the response to Darlene. It was immediate. And then even when JT Miller came out, uh, came back onto the ice, uh, five, five to 10 minutes later, he, uh, Eric Johnson said, we're going, you know, and I appreciate that. Samuelson, uh, the headshot, no call. Um, horrendous officiating tonight. Um, I think, uh, you know, in the moment, um, that that needs to be a major penalty to JT Miller. His head contact. It was. You, you have a conference to discuss it and knock Darlene out of the game for an extended amount of time. Um, that needed to be a, a major penalty or a, a, game, a match penalty. I don't understand how it wasn't. So um, that drove me nuts. Um, and then obviously seeing the hit on Samuelson, not getting called. Again, another missed call. But the... Uh, that not, not to say the refs did give us plenty of, of makeup calls during this game, gave us plenty of power play opportunities, and Buffalo just couldn't cash in. Um, that again, it's not like we didn't have the opportunities. It was a one nothing game. All we needed to do was score on one, just one of those power plays, and they just couldn't do it. Uh, I'm gonna try and bring up some of Brian Koziel's uh, post game comments. He's always on top of those things, as you guys know. Um, let me see if I can find him. a little further back. But uh, Brian Koziel with the post-game comments. Here we go. Granado, it's not nice having two guys in concussion protocol for getting hit in the head and getting no power play out of it. It's frustrating. I totally agree. Granado says he likes how the guys stepped up after the high head hits to defend their teammates, including Gergensen's taking some shifts on defense. Yeah, uh, Ger- I guess Gergensen's played defense tonight because they were down to three D-men 
when Eric Johnson took that fighting major, which again, you hate to see one of your defensemen when you're already down two defensemen at the time have to be the guy to answer that bell. But unfortunately that's what the Buffalo lacks uh, in their forward groups is a guy that can answer that bell. I mean, it has been cousins in the past, but you don't, you know, we saw what happened with cousins and Hathaway earlier in the season. I think he's just trying to stay away from that. Um, I think he could have been the guy to answer the bell. I don't think JT Miller is a guy who's going to clean his clock. I think he could, he could have stepped up to a guy like him and, and uh, really went, went, went pound for pound. Um, but you lack a guy like that in your lineup that can uh, answer the bell. You know, you don't need an enforcer type player to be on, on your team like a Ryan Reeves, but a guy in your bottom six who can score 12 to 15 goals a season and rack up some penalty minutes in situations like this when you need somebody to hold another guy accountable uh, on the opposing team. I think they need that desperately. A role player, a guy who's going to hold that the other team accountable and you guys accountable. Um, for sure. Uh, it'll resonate throughout that, throughout that locker room, uh, in my opinion. Um, also from, uh, let me see this middle stat says they knew how dangerous the Canucks were and they felt they, like they defended them well, but knows that they need wins right now. Yeah, you definitely do. Casey, as Josh said earlier on hockey hotline, uh, is going to hate, hate, have nightmares about Thatcher Dumco tonight. Cause he had a lot of opportunities and just could not uh, bury. Darlene says the hits the head to him and Samuelson. It's best for me not to comment on it. So obviously he's frustrated. Um, probably doesn't want to get fined. Darlene on elbow by Miller. It hit my head. It's a hit to the head. It is what it is. Darlene, we recreated a lot and we didn't give up a lot of chances. Yeah, I think tonight is it defensively as a team, this is probably one of their, their best games. 100%. Just sucks that it was in a losing effort. Um, Darlene says they are brothers in the room and appreciate the response. He appreciates the response from his teammates. Um, yeah. Um, again, I loved, loved, loved the response. Uh, just wish you responded more on the scoreboard. That's for sure. Uh, we have basically told a 28 goal score. You suck. We need, uh, we don't need you and we can't score a guy who doesn't need a screen or a tip in. And we treated him like crap. Um, that, is an anomaly with him because, you know, we've I, I haven't had a ton to complain about when it comes to Victor Olsen this season. I think from his 200-foot game, it's improved a lot. I think that's probably been a focus for him in the offseason because he, A, uh, probably wants to stay on the Sabres, or B, if it's not on the Sabres, he wants to play in the NHL next year. He doesn't want to uh, start this next season still looking for a team. Um, I don't know. I, I think he is – We've seen it so many times how how incredible that shot is. It is kind of mind blowing to me that Donnie hasn't found a way to put him in a better position to score with that shot. Um, and that's a critique on the coaching. I, I don't understand it because he definitely he de- we know he can score at a high clip in this league. We've seen it multiple times. Um, I just wish that Donnie would figure it out because they need to score right now. They desperately need to score goals right now to make up make up uh, ground in the standings. Uh, even with loser points, they're not getting them. If you want to be depressed, look at Cousins' shooting percentage every season of his career. He's a 7% shooter, except in last year when he was 14. Yeah, um, Cousins is struggling this season. Struggling. They basically got six minutes of power play in a row from the end of the second through the beginning of the third uh, third period. Power play just isn't good, and it hasn't been good for about 73 games now. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't really think of it going into last year, too. 
it did struggle at the end of last season and uh you needed to come through for you uh on multiple occasions uh when when it mattered most last season even and it didn't so uh i just think they need a change behind that bench around granado they need a new look a fresh look um unfortunately those moves aren't always made mid-season so uh with that being said guys um uh, obviously the weather outside is frightful um Bill's game was moved to Monday uh, late afternoon at 4.30. Well, supposed to be played tomorrow against the Steelers, obviously with the conditions and the expected conditions tomorrow. It has been moved, and I uh, agree with it wholeheartedly uh, after what we went through last year uh, in the, bl- the blizzard of 2003. Um, I, I, I think every precaution is necessary. You don't want to run into those issues again, even though the city of Buffalo, the Bills, are receiving a lot of hate online, unrightfully so, I think, because they weren't here last year to experience what we experienced and the expectation for the weather uh, tonight and tomorrow. Um, thank you, Pablo. Thanks for always hopping on. Uh, thanks for always being here in the post game. to all of you. Uh, be safe out there. Stay warm. Hope you got all your essentials ahead of time. If not, uh, you know, just buckle down and uh, ride this one out and uh, stay safe. So, this has been another episode of I'll Hang Up and Listen, brought to you by Fatty Beer Company and Buffalo Logo Company, Buffalo Logo Apparel. Uh, signing off. We will talk to you later on. I forget what their next game is against San Jose, um, but we'll talk to you later.
Hi, I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com.